welcome to the Inspiring Honey Show. I am so thrilled that you're here and I'm so excited about the conversation that we're going to have. Today's episode is a listener question episode where I answer the questions you guys send in. This week, the question we are talking about is centered around community and finding community. The question that was sent in for this episode is so good, and I picked it because I think it's just so relatable for so many of us, no matter what season of life we are in. And I know that I had really been at a place where I was asking this myself, and I felt really discouraged. So I pray that this episode is encouraging and inspiring to you. Without further ado, let me read you the question that was sent in and let's chat about it. This week's question reads, I'm really struggling to find community and meaningful friendships with other Christians and like-minded women. I just feel so disconnected and lonely. How can I find community and friendship? I recently graduated college and making friends seems impossible now. This is such a great question, and I think so many of us in this Inspiring Honey community can relate to it. This is actually a question I get in my DMs quite often. Anytime I post on my story and um, ask you guys for questions, or anytime I ask you guys what you need encouragement for, prayer for, um, consistently I'm seeing this question. I'm seeing how many of us are really longing for community. And I can tell you there's been multiple times in my life where I can distinctly remembering desiring friendships. And I remember, especially after I became a Christian, I really wanted strong friendships that were Christ-centered. And I really longed for those relationships where our focus was on Jesus and it was so much deeper than a surface level friendship. And I remember being so discouraged because as a new believer, I didn't have very many of those friendships and I didn't have a very strong community that I desired for. And I got to a point where I thought, that's nice. I see other people have that, but it must not be for me. I've been hurt by so many different people. I've been hurt by so many different friends. I must just be the type of girl that doesn't have a community. But over the years, I consistently prayed for it and God answered my prayers. We are made to be in community. We see all throughout scripture that God did not make us to do this life alone, but to do it beside other believers. Being in community, and especially as women, being in community with other women is so incredible for our faith, for our accountability, for our witness, for our joy. There's so many benefits that come from having true friendships. And the enemy's goal is he wants to lie to us. He wants to destroy and he really wants to isolate us so we feel alone. So we feel that loneliness and we get pulled further and further away from God. See, God's people and community and and friends who really love Jesus are going to point you back to God so the enemy is going to try to pull you away from God. And he doesn't want you to have that community. Community is such a blessing that the enemy is going to try to do anything he can to ruin relationships in your life. 
And as we have this conversation today, we have to remember that everything we face is spiritual. There is constantly a battle going on in a spiritual realm that is unseen. Scripture even shows us that there is battles in this verse. In Ephesians 6.12, we read, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authority, and against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly realms. That verse is heavy. That verse is deep. But it reminds us that everything we face in this earth is a spiritual battle. Even finding community, even being rooted in Christian community with like-minded women who are going to push you closer to the Lord is a spiritual battle. Everything we face comes down to, to that, to that verse. And I really want to encourage you to know that God is so much greater than any of those forces, anything. And if you truly are longing for community, which I know you are, I know we're built for community, I want to encourage you to pray that God would start bringing those people into your life. And I want to share with you five practical ways to build community so that you can leave this episode feeling equipped and feeling encouraged, feeling like this answer or this question was really answered, and you know practical steps to build that godly community you long for. First practical tip in building that community that you long for is going to church and getting involved. First and foremost, it is such a blessing and such an honor to even be able to go to church and worship in a corporate setting. So I want to encourage you to prioritize consistently getting to church and knowing what a blessing it is to be able to sit in fellowship of other believers and worship our God. What an incredible blessing that is. And not only go to church, but get involved with the community at church. I really want to encourage you to be volunteering. Whatever your gifting is or wherever your church needs and has a need, volunteer and serve. When you're involved in church and you're serving others, it's a great opportunity to meet other people who also are serving the Lord. And I can tell you, I met my closest friends who have shown up for me no matter what happens and no matter when I need them from my life group at church. We actually did a life group almost three years ago and all of the women, for the most part, we all became really close friends. We try to get get together as a group every so often and, and all of us really truly encourage each other and pray for each other. And these are women who I just adore and I have never had friendships like this before. And I consider them family more than I consider them friends because they're my sisters in Christ. And these friendships are so life-giving and so edifying and I can count on them. And I would never have that community if I hadn't said yes to a life group and if I hadn't been consistent in getting involved at church. My second tip for you to build community is this. Put yourself out there. 
I don't know if there's someone in your life who you can think of that you kind of know, but you don't really know. They seem like they really love the Lord. They seem like there's someone that you really want to be friends with, but you don't really know them super well. I really want to encourage you to go ahead and put yourself out there by asking for their phone number or asking them out to go get coffee or just inviting them to do something that you think you guys could have fun doing together. Invite someone to be your friend by going out on a limb, putting yourself out there and being the one to give the invitation to start building that relationship. No, it can kind of seem scary because we all hate rejection and, and we all think, oh, well, if they wanted to hang out with me, they would text me or, or oh, if they wanted to see me, they would invite me or, or, oh, that person already has so many friends. But I guarantee you that most people feel the same way and most people really enjoy getting coffee with other people who are like-minded or, or spending time with other people. So I really want to encourage you to do that and to just put yourself out there to start making friendships and building community by doing this. This next tip might be the best tip and it is to have good friends, be a good friend. I think this is really important because no matter what relationship we go into, we want to have a heart to serve instead of being served. And we all have had those friends before where it's pretty clear that they don't talk to us unless they need something or or they have a need for us at this point in time. And none of us feel good when that happens. You know that person when your phone lights up and, and you see their name and you think, oh, They just need something at this point in time. And it's a blessing to be a friend to that person. But we know it doesn't always feel great because it doesn't feel like they actually care about us. So to be a good friend, approach all the friendships that you start building as opportunities to serve. Serve the other person, serve the Lord, glorify the Lord through it. So I really just want to encourage you to be a good friend. When you're having conversations with people, let them talk, take notes of what they're saying, what they like, what they don't like, what they have coming up, and and just have a heart to serve. Ask how you can pray for them and encourage them and support them. One really practical way to be a good friend is just to check in and ask how you could pray for your friends, or if they're not feeling well, bring over a meal, or send them a Grubhub gift certificate, or just something really simple like that. To build a community of good friends, you got to be a good friend and you got to have a heart to serve the women that the Lord brings. So tip number four, I want to give a little backstory before I say this tip. So there's been a handful of times when I have been messaging girls who are in a season and they just feel really discouraged. They have no community and Um, they really long for it and they're asking for prayer or advice about it. And I always, always respond with, I really want to encourage you to get involved at your church community. And a lot of the times, a handful of the times, girls have said that they can't be friends with the women in their church because they're older than them and they could never relate to them. So tip number four is, Don't let age deter you from friendships. There is so much wisdom that we can gain from women that are older than us. 
And there's also so much that we can pour and mentor into women that are younger than us or are in a different season of life than us. I just don't want you to get in the mindset of limiting yourself and limiting the relationships you can have based on age that we as humans have stuck in our heads. So I want to encourage you to really not limit the relationships you have based on age because I know personally there's so many women who are in many different seasons of life who are some of my closest friends and I have gained so much wisdom and and just been able to have so many people speak into areas that they've already walked through that I'm just now trying to figure out. So I just want to encourage you to not shy away from developing relationships with people in different seasons of of life than you're in. Uh, And I just want to encourage you to know that there is wisdom in every season and that as sisters of Christ, there is so much we could relate on and such a blessing in having friends that are of all different ages. My last tip is to really build your relationships to be long lasting and not to run away at the first sign of hurt or trouble. I know that I've lost so many friendships because my feelings have been hurt and I was stubborn or unwilling to work through them. About four years ago, I made a friend with somebody who I'm still very close to today. And this person, um, actually, we became friends right before my husband and I got married and we were very close. And then all of a sudden we went through this season where we weren't really close and we both started distancing from each other. And in that season, we both had been offended by each other. I didn't know she was offended by me. I was just offended by her and vice versa. And because of my past relationships, I was like, okay, I guess I'm not really going to have much of a relationship with this person moving forward. But one day I opened my phone and I had a notification and it was a text from her and I opened it up and it was a huge text and it was apologizing and, um, confessing all these things that I didn't even know happened and just being very humble and willing to work through things. And from that friendship, that that's still how our friendship is today. We're constantly apologizing to each other if we ever offend each other and just really a humbling relationship. And because of that friendship, I've learned so much about being able to work things out with people and being able to humble myself to be willing to apologize and also to be willing to work through things to build friendships that are going to last. The enemy's goal is always to destroy and to tear people apart and to make us feel alone and isolated. And what a shame it would be if we let relationships that God has put into our life be ruined by hurt feelings or by us not wanting to be hurt. What a shame it would be if all those relationships that God has specifically put into our life, we allowed the enemy to ruin before we let them be fulfilled, before we let God really work in our heart and teach us what we needed to be taught 
through those situations. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast episode and this edition of Listener's Questions. I hope it was inspiring and encouraging to you. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much if you could leave a review on iTunes or rate this podcast on Spotify. If you feel encouraged, go ahead and share it to your story on social media and tag at Inspiring Honey so we can reshare what you post. I'm looking forward to staying connected with you guys all week through social media. And if you want your question to be heard in the podcast, you can either email that question to inspiringhoney at gmail.com or DM it to me at inspiringhoney on Instagram. You can send a written question or a voice file so that your voice can be heard. So looking forward to chatting with you guys in this week's episode of the podcast that comes out on Thursday, as well as staying connected on Instagram all week.